Shalom, hello, and welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead, and in today's podcast, I'd like to continue with my discussion around the subject of blessing. What is the function of blessing, and what does the Torah teach us about blessing? What does Scripture communicate to us and teach us about our potential to respond to the way God blesses? and how we can bless each other, and what does that mean. So let me start with this premise. Let me talk about what I have come to sort of define as the function of blessing. So what is blessing? Blessing is the function of speaking to identified potential and causing that potential to become actualized into the realm of action. So recently I was asked a question, and that question was this, why do we bless God? Why do we even see this in scripture? What does it mean? So th this, this is a fantastic question, and I would like to, I guess, take a moment in this podcast, and possibly in subsequent podcasts, begin to discuss why scripture presents this seemingly superfluous idea to us. And why, in reality, this is something that we should all be doing every day. So in my previous podcast, discussing the way Noah blessed his sons, I introduced the idea of how trauma affects our capacity to see potential as an observation of forward movement in our personal lives due to the inability to see beyond the trauma of a past event. So this in itself is a significant observation because it allows us to identify how trauma passes through the generations because of the way it can dominate thought, speech and action. So conversely, this also allows us to see why blessing, when invoked in one generation, can pass through subsequent generations. This is because memory is a living voice that continues to speak and provide an interactive witness for each generation. And so we can see this, we can see generational trauma pass through the generations because of the way it is given voice. And then we can look at the other side of this. So trauma causes us to be inadequate in our capacity to see potential as an expansion of the future. It causes us to turn our discussion to a past event. And that event, because it's traumatic, uh, restricts the way we speak about life because it dominates our conversation. But here's the amazing thing. We look at blessing the same way. Blessing can dominate the way we speak, but what it does is it expands our capacity to identify and see potential as future expansion. So blessing, again, speaks to the potential that sits inside something. When that potential is named, when it is observed, then it can be released 
to become actualized, actualized in the realm of action. In other words, it manifests itself. That potential manifests itself and it becomes a reality. And the amazing thing about blessing as speaking to potential is that that potential then has the capacity to be expressed in an exponential manner. So you can see right away how the framework of blessing is designed to inspire the generations as it moves through the generations because it continues to speak. So Noah blessed God precisely because God is the source of all potential. And the act of blessing causes us to turn our hearts and observation towards that which we are blessing. And I think this is very key. To bless, therefore, is to connect. We can now begin to realize that our act of blessing God facilitates a greater awareness of connection and that that connection is actually providing us with a greater capacity to observe wonder that's right wonder and this is the amazing thing we find in scripture and more precisely and again one of one of the uh, for me personally one of the the most amazing gifts to humanity from the heart of Hashem is the book of Psalms the book of Tehillim and how it reflects and how the voice of humanity speaking to God and wrestling with these ideas so this brings me to to talk about the significance of Tehillim 103 Psalm 103 where we read these words nafshi it Hashem it shem how do we translate this in the English? Bless the Lord, my soul, my soul, my nefesh. Bless the Lord and all that is within me, his holy name. Profound, profound words. So let me say this. When we see the wonders of God, we can see the wonder in ourselves and the wonders in others. In other words, what does it do? What does blessing God, what does saying this phrase, what does it do? It causes us to learn or it causes our capacity to observe, to be aligned with the source of wonder. Again, what was Noah doing when he blessed his sons? And when he, what did he do first? He blessed God first. Then he went through the process of blessing his sons because he was connecting himself to the source of that which shows us potential. God wants to show us our potential. To me, this is incredible. This is remarkable. This is amazing. It's literally the kiss of heaven when we realize that scripture is God's way of communicating to us his belief in our capacity to respond. 
And when we respond, what does he do? He shows us how that capacity within us to walk with him begins to grow. Our ability, our ability to perceive ourselves as something that can grow in our capacity to know God, that begins to become real to us. Why? Because we are learning to see from his perspective. And his perspective is all-encompassing. Our perspective is, is, is very static in the moment, but what we are doing when we connect ourselves with God, when we say, we're saying to our souls, our nefesh, bless the Lord. Bless nefesh, bless the Lord. And I really do at this moment just, I, I tend to really focus on the word nefesh now instead of using the term, the English term, where they, they translate this word normally as soul. It's not always translated as soul, but we know this word is important. We know that when, again, when God names something, why does he name that thing? What is, what is happening in the process of naming? What's happening is he is declaring its capacity for function in the realm of action as an expression of the nature and character of what that name encapsulates. And this is something wonderful to behold because that encapsulation actually unfolds. We see greater potential just because we become aware of the way God names things. So we've got to stop and we've got to begin to look at these words. God names who we are, that part of us. When we Again, when we come into the book of Bereshit, the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, what does it say there? This is so important to us. In the Hebrew, it's Vayetzir Hashem Elohim et ha-adam, and he formed, and God, Hashem Elohim, formed. And I love this word, Vayetzir. It talks about this, this wonderful, intimate process of shaping, molding something. It's very visceral. It's very tangible. It's it's a hands-on thing, which again, that just speaks to us about the wonder of how we are created, why we are created this way. He doesn't do this with anything else. So this is significant to us. So, Vayitzer Hashem Elohim et ha'adam afar min ha'adamah. So he, he forms us, he forms the man from the, what, the afar, the dust, min ha'adamah, the dust of the ground. We're very familiar with this verse. But again, it so inspires me in the use of the language. Vayipach be'ap. And he blows into the nostrils of this thing that he's formed, this Adam. But into he breathes what the Nishama Chayim. Nishamat Chayim. So again, these are so important, these words. But what I want to focus on here is that then it says Vahi Adam. And the Adam, the human, became what? Lenefesh. Well, there's that word, nefesh. And so because it's there, because scripture takes the time to point this out to us and provide to us 
the framework of that name as in something that we can interact with, we can observe and through the dynamic observation of, of observing allow our static perception to be expanded to become aware of more we realize something important and this is why David Hamalek uses that word here in Tehillim 103 because he's talking about something that is the essence of who we are he is teaching himself he's causing himself to do what to speak the language of heaven bless oh my soul and i love oh gosh i just love this i love this so much when we choose to use this type of language to learn how to speak to ourselves it, it my gosh it changes it starts to change everything about the way we see ourselves again when we see the wonders of god we can see the wonders in ourselves and the wonders in others so for me this is a fascinating idea to speak to yourself and declaring your intent to bless God. Again, the phrase, Barhi nafshi et Hashem. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. So it should come as no surprise when we observe that this phrase, Barhi nafshi et Hashem, appears five times throughout Tehillim 103 and in Tehillim 104. We really do. We need to take these two Psalms as a collective whole. They both speak of things very differently, but what are they doing? What is this psalm doing? And why I just really want to encourage everybody listening to, to take the time, go and read Psalm 103. Go and read Psalm 104 and look at what it's saying there. Because it's, there's so many wonderful things going on in these psalms. The way we use our breath matters. This is the significance of the letter He, which again, coming back to the, the significance of that, this phrase is mentioned five times. It, it, what does it do? It causes us to become aware of something. It causes us to become aware of something that's important because what is, what it, what is this, the act of doing? It's teaching us how to respond with greater cognizance with greatest consciousness, with greater clarity. So the way we use our breath matters. God wants us, or desires, I should say, for us to become more cognizant in the way we use our breath. This is the significance of the letter hey here, which has the gematria of five. Breath, when it functions to increase life, does so because it is expressing oneness with the source of breath. When we direct our nefesh to bless God, to bless Hashem, we are directing ourselves to return to the source of all life and blessing the environment where we are exposed to the truth of our potential to express life and bring the witness, bring the sound 
of that expression back into creation so that others can be exposed to the potential of God's voice and how that voice can have an expression through them. I mean, it, it, it's remarkable. This is the beginning of such an amazing journey for us. When we choose to speak to ourselves this way, and, how to, and again, think about this for a minute. Think about how life-affirming this statement is. Bless the Lord. My soul, my, my nefesh, nefesh, my nefesh, bless the Lord, bless Hashem. And all that is within me, His holy name. See, the observation of the observation of wonder facilitates this process. And look at what, and again, let's just come back to the type of language that David Hamelik is using here. Verse 1, bless, O my soul, Hashem, and all that is within his, within me, his holy name. And then again, Hashem, bless nefesh Hashem. And not forget all his kindnesses. What are we doing? We are encouraging ourselves through the language of heaven. This is what David Hamelech learned to do. And this is why every day, every day when we get up, we need to say this to ourselves. Everything that is within me, my nefesh, the part that is the that within me is the capacity to know God, have a voice, and with that voice, please Hashem, talk about the wonder of who He is. Don't forget His kindness. And I mean, this verse three. Hasoleach lechol avonechi, who forgives all your sins. Harofi lechol tachalu aichi, who heals all your diseases. I mean, he's just the the amazing things that he just talks about. What what is he doing? He's reminding himself. He's coming, and what is remembering? What is the function of coming into memory is coming into the way that memory speaks. So he's saying to her, his nephew, she's saying, come into the sound of the way the generations speak about God, who is kindness beyond our comprehension. He forgives all our sins. He heals all our diseases. He redeems us. Hagoel mishachat. Chayaychi, he who redeems from the pit your life. And listen to this. Who crowns you with kindness and mercy. I mean that, I mean just, we could just stop and talk about that for so long. He literally... David here is saying to his nephew, he's saying, remember, remember that he has crowned you with kindness and mercy. Oh my gosh. And so this is, to me, this is just wonderful. This is, this is 
a wonder. This is the wonder of Scripture, of the way it brings us into the sound, into the memorial witness and testimony of the wonder of who God is, so that we can realize that we are inside the sound of that. And if we can do that, if we can teach ourselves to speak to ourselves that way, then we can learn the reality of just how well we can respond to the nature of who God is and see that nature have a voice in us. It's no, it's no wonder to me that in Tehillim 119, David Hamelik has these amazing words, Gal Einai, unveil my eyes, Vita niflaot, Unveil my eyes that I may perceive wonders from your Torah. And what is that perception? That perception is the beginning of our capacity to dynamically observe the way God changes us, increases our capacity to know him more so that why so that we can see more of the wonder of who he is and bring the witness the living witness of that wonder to all those around us so that they in turn will come into the atmosphere of blessing that atmosphere that speaks to the potential of who they are to unlock that potential and have that potential become actualized in the realm of action. How wonderful is his Torah to us, Baruch Hashem. Barchi nafshi et Hashem v'chol keravai et shim kad shalom shalom.